Action Park Media. I come from Bedstar, as you can see the two of they gon' die. Gotta keep the red chick close by, someone murdered. Welcome to another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Allen. I'm Kevin Dillon. Kevin Connolly, live room. <laughs> Memorial Day, guys. Got to say a shout out to uh, all our heroes who've yeah, helped us to get into a position where we can basically do something like this and talk about whatever we want, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. Yep. I don't know what the word is. You don't celebrate it, but you're hopefully thinking about it. And, and yeah, it's a tricky one. You don't, do you say happy Memorial Day? No, no. Do, that's bad. Yeah. You definitely don't say happy, but you know, hopefully everyone yeah. reminisces about some of the great people who've sacrificed themselves so we can have everything that we it's have. It's also, too, um, you know, it's it's a unique Memorial Day because of the last year has been so rough. So it feels like, for the most part, things are open back up. So yeah. hopefully people are enjoying the weekend. Well, it's going to be a big week for Kevin Connolly, by the way. I oh, mean, this yeah. this is going down. Baby Connolly will be here tomorrow. Yeah, well, Baby Connolly is going to be here sometime next week. And uh, so that's why we're only going to do uh, one show this week. So hopefully the fans. I mean, if that's not a good enough excuse. <laughs> Then I don't know what is. That's yeah. a good. That's well, how a good are excuse. you feeling about this? Right I feel now? good. I, I mean, mean, I know I'm, you're I'm, excited, but are you nervous? Yeah, I mean, of course I'm nervous, but I'm 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 also ready. It's been it's been nine months, and it's this time. Yeah, you know. So let's uh, let's do it. Okay, let's it's a great do it. moment. It's a great moment. But Kev, this is the last day. I mean, like if I mean Kevin, uh, it works for a girl. I know some great girls named Kevin. What are, <laughs> well, Kevin see, Junior. We're, we're not rushing into names. That's for sure. That's well, for sure. There's a chance you come out of that hospital without a name. Is that possible? I got the name. I got the name, Katie. Ooh, but really, it's KD. Katie. Oh, Kevin Dillon, Katie, like Katie Lang, like Katie, Katie Connolly. Lang. Katie Connolly sounds great. By the way, that does sound great. That could be like a total Irish gangster that runs yeah. the, the neighborhood. But I like. We'll call her KD Licious. <laughs> you don't fuck with go. Katie Connolly, like yeah, no. Katie Connolly's coming to the party take your tonight, ass, man. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, very excited. Yeah, so. me too. I'm excited. I've already have your gift picked out. I'm sure Dylan has no plan. Well, I got a that. couple ideas. <laughs> He's kicking it around. He wants to see. Yeah. He's going to get us a gift when he knows there's a name. All right. So let's talk about other things. I mean. Um, but we're going to cover, before we get into that, we're going to cover season three, episode four, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> Dom coming back. So I'm excited for that episode. Before we get into it, just talking TV last night. I know Dylan doesn't watch any TV. I don't even think he has any streaming services. But Conley, I mean, you've been obsessed with this show. So what did you think of the finale of Mayor of Easttown? Listen, I, I liked it a million times better than the end of The Undoing. Does <laughs> okay. that make sense? Yeah, I, I They didn't try to do too much. They solved it. It started as a character piece. It ended as a character piece. That's what I thought was interesting about it. Kind of like The Undoing 2. The mystery was not really the key to the show, even though there were some twists. Of course. And you were wondering, well, maybe it's him. Maybe it's him. You know, we you know, exactly. It wasn't about the mystery but, as much. And hopefully, you know, the spoilers are over now. But the fact that the writer is not involved in this at all is so ridiculous. Total to smokescreen. Me. I mean, the, guy he Pierce. just had no purpose to it. Yeah. Well, he, he had people thinking that he was the killer for eight episodes, which is what you guys should try going to a movie theater once in a while and support the business. <laughs> <laughs> Have I you saw, been to a theater? I saw Quiet Place 2. Ooh, that looks Last good. Night. It was great. Great, right? It was great. I mean, you know, the first one was amazing. So well, I, a, do I have to rewatch one to love two? 
No, I don't think so. It does pick up right after. Right where it left yeah. off. I mean, the reality, though, is Krasinski That's is a, a fucking genius. He, he really is. is. He can I really mean, build tension and just that, got a great look about I, it. I didn't realize that was out in the theaters. That's yeah, a I didn't idea. even. I, I swear to you, I didn't even know you can go to a movie theater. Like, yeah. you have to wear the mask well, the whole time? It's Sinopolis is where I went. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Is it Sinopolis or Sinopolis? I'm but not sure. But what is it? It's what, like a first class theater. Oh, okay. It's like the eye pick. It's like the eye pick. Yeah, that's amazing. You have to wear a mask. Food. Do you have to wear a mask? No, nope. no. The seats are far apart, so right. it's uh, and you yeah. can recline. Big seats to you begin can order with. food. You can order. It. Yeah, it's great. Did you have some cocktails? You can, but I, I didn't. Oh, nice. No. All right. Well, I got to see that movie. That's good. And then uh, last thing before we get into this episode, okay, Dylan, you're gonna love this. Uh, D- Doug's. I'm a little stressed. It's Doug's, been a stressful uh, weekend. So D- I, Dylan's gonna love this. Well, a couple of things. Uh, you know, I, I'm gonna start this podcast, which I, I'm aware I've gotten a bunch of the haters who are like, "You're nothing without Dylan and Connolly." I get it. I get it. So, but we're gonna try our best, but um, I've been stressed all weekend for a number of reasons. Number one, I guess I said on the podcast, which I didn't realize that I was looking for a sidekick. Yeah. I'm not trying to offend anyone. I didn't mean I was looking for an Instagram sidekick because I have a thousand <laughs> messages from people who want to be my sidekick. I have people also pitching me to be your sidekick. Well, good. I would like to meet some live, but I can't do it on Instagram, so I'm sorry. But, do you uh, have a sidekick yet? I, mean, I do don't have, have anything yet. Mind? I'm not even sure what the idea is yet. I'm, I'm honing in on a oh, bunch Dylan, of things. Dylan, listen up. This but is gonna get there's a problem, and I can now tell Connolly's mad at me. Okay. okay. So here's what happened. Like Action Park Media is is Connolly's company, which I love, and it's home. My brother owns Podcast One. Okay, it's another podcast. You're talking about Rob? Yeah. Yeah. So my brother said, you know, like, when are you going to start your own podcast? I said, I'm having such a good time with this. Why would I do it? And whatever. Anyway, that kind of sparked something in me. And I spoke to Connolly, who was kind enough to green light an Action Park podcast for me. But my brother called me and said, "I, I really, I need you to do this here. I need you to do it for the family. And I was kind of like, oh, ha, 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 no big deal, whatever. And I kind of ignored it. Then my father called me and said, (laughs) you're doing a podcast and you're not going to do it with your brother, with your own brother? So I was like, well, Dad, I I work with Connolly. He has a company. I thought we were your brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I guess guess really it comes down to the definition of a brother. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, like, Dylan gives me shit at all. So, but then my son and my daughter call me and they go, are you really not going to work with Uncle Rob? And I'm like, Uncle Rob, he does own podcast one, but he's not really involved with the podcast. But then my brother calls me up and says he wants to he wants to creatively get involved with this which he's a businessman he's got all these businesses and stuff i'm like really so anyway today was a very stressful morning because I had to come in and tell Connolly. Yeah. And, you know, part of me also, like, the insecurity kicks in because I wanted Connolly to, like, fight for me and stuff, which he was like, oh, bro, don't worry about it. You're gone. So, so <laughs> I much think we love to rack up those numbers. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm kind of glad you're doing it this way because you guys would end up killing each other. I'm well, sure if you do two podcasts together, You'd kill each other. Well, that's the the other thing too. I think that Doug has so much to say, and, <laughs> and his airtime while well, he talks the entire time is maybe he feels limited. So he's got to like exercise these demons. It's like mm-hmm. he needs to get out and and he needs the yeah. floor to talk about whatever he wants. I have about. only one request: you're not allowed to talk about entourage at all. Okay, well that's, <laughs> that's fair. I mean, I, that's I, fair. You know what, Dylan? You're right. I, I would say that would be cheating. On as us. long as you respect the Victory brand, yeah. Listen on I, this new uh, and you got to pitch. Just a little bit too. Listen, know. I absolutely you you guys know. Here's the reality to everyone who talks to me out there. I, I have this show that's supposed to go in London. I don't want to do it. I'm 53 years old, and I'm actually really enjoying doing this. 
whether it can be something that can you can make a professional living at, who knows, but I like it. So I really want to do it, and I do want to talk about favorite movies of mine and TV shows or whatever. But Is this going to affect the reboot, Doug? No. No. That's right, we, we need that reboot. He what, affected the I'm reboot. I'm never going to stop talking about the reboot. He affected the reboot. You, he kind of thinks I affected it negatively. I disagree. In what way? By cursing out everybody at HBO Max. Those people we love HBO gone. Max. I know we do. There's, I, a, new, there's a new boss I in town. I actually like HBO Max. There's a new boss in town at HBO Max. They're now Discovery, and he loves Entourage. Nice. What I will say is I might not write anymore unless the reboot were to happen. That might be no, the last yeah. thing that I ever write because I, I just don't want to do it. And anymore. you could oversee it all. Doug, you don't have to be in on every script, but I know you. Oh, and I know who you are. But look you, at just you! Be, just threw me off the bus. No, Connolly throws no, no, me no, out of here for the podcast. No, but Doug, we don't really need the overseer. You don't have to spend as much time. There wasn't even like this from a, from Connolly. No one can see me, obviously, or some people. There's a camera somewhere, but the there wasn't right even there. like, a, oh, maybe we could work something out with the two of us. There was like. I, I felt like the whole place at Action Park was like, all right, see you Doug's later with that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I need commitments from you both on the air. You're coming on the, the podcast. Of course. Okay. I cannot commit to that. <laughs> <laughs> Such a scumbag. If we record it here, you'll have to be remote. <laughs> Listen, dude, I, I do believe that you need, A, I understand the pressure coming from a family. But aside from that, you do need a place to get on the microphone and like speak your mind without Dylan and I basically uh, – Trying to get you to take your hat off. <laughs> Without Dylan and I trying to get you to take your hat I just, off. I just want it to be fun and light. And this is, uh, this, is, uh, this is a priority to me because I love it. I have a great time with it. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about this episode. We just watched it together, which was great. That was fun. That was so, fun. so, Dylan, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. So you're committing to Dylan and I. Whatever it is that you do a Podcast One, you will not encroach is that the right word yes. encroach encroach on victory the podcast from our our our, our brand you will not you'll not fuck I, with the victory brand i i want to make sure i'm clear so i don't say something that you're like ah i think i'm pretty good at helping branding and stuff not only will i not encroach but that doesn't mean i'm not going to try to get some people who may have been on entourage onto this thing but i'm going to help wow build the brand what do you well, mean? Like, I'm not going to bring my friends on? Oh, I mean, on? we'll come on, but that's it. <laughs> I think... I you think... can't have Emmanuel. <laughs> you can't have Dom. You can't have... I'm doing no Dom. Jerry Ferrara. You know Jerry? No Jerry? I'm doing Dom's podcast to uh, Wednesday. Dominic's yes, Den nice, I'm nice. doing. So, anyway. Also, too, do you think you could... You know what would be great, as, as seeing as you're fleeing the... Fleeing the nest, the so to speak? The coop. <laughs> Is there any way you can help us get Jordan Belfort on Dom's podcast? I can get Jordan on Dom's podcast, but everyone's got to be nice to me. Yeah, that's right. a, that's an easy get. But right. last thing we'll say about this, because I now do feel it. And Dylan, you're here. I think Dylan is the mature one. Dylan no, is like, no doubt. Are you kidding? Compared this is a better Connelly? move for the two of you. Connolly, who just dismissed me out of hand. Now I can feel a little bit. I can feel a little bit. No, I think I think you need to exercise that demon, bro. I do. I think you need. I think one a week or even two a week. You let, not, have to let him out of the nest. He, he just, He's you, a just you need more. You need to be in front of the microphone a few days a week. I Do like your it. thing. Don't get in the way of victory or else there could be somebody else sitting in that chair. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's well, what I'm saying. Well, you guys will have to go with God then. So anyway, we shall return after the break with season three, episode four. Guys and doll. Welcome back. Season three, episode four. Guys and doll. This episode, I, I mean, 
We got a new system over here at uh, Action Park Media that I'm really starting to enjoy because what we did for seven months is we're supposed to watch the episode and pretty much every week, at least one person, sometimes two, sometimes three, did not watch the episode. So now... We come in and we and, watch it together. Yeah, and it's yeah, nice. It changes it's everything. great. Yeah, it's great. It's fun. To be honest, like, I really enjoy it. Take notes, though. It, it's like you keep it rolling, but it's all good. And it's also it's fresh. It's also too. You know, it's they're twenty-seven minute episodes. It's yeah. not like yeah, it's we're quick. sitting down to watch a two-hour movie. It's quick and it's fun, and I like watching with you guys. Yeah, yeah, I actually enjoyed it as well. And and this episode, which I wrote with Rob Weiss and Craig Zisk directed, it really played well. And again, I'm still obsessed with Dom, whose right. podcast I'm doing next week. He's fucking awesome. And by the way, he He's is great. the star of this episode. I mean, yeah. he it is this whole episode is Dom and we're we're there doing what we talked about. We're reacting. Yeah. We're we're yeah. basically there to react to Dom. Um but I had a question, Doug. We seem to start a lot of episodes off with E and Ari like phone some calls. phone calls in the morning. What 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 is is there anything behind that? Because there's a hundred percent something behind I mean, that. So if there's ninety six episodes. I've got to figure fifteen of those started on the phone. Yeah, I got to tell you the the anxiety and stress that I would feel when a new episode would come up. It would be so difficult for me. I'm not saying other people in their process. And if you right. notice, Sorokin doesn't have a problem. Sorokin has no problem. <laughs> Sorokin's like, he can go anywhere. But He's like, this guy's got to start every episode with a phone call. What a fucking loser. <laughs> but you know what it really is, though? Everything, whenever I was lacking, and, and you could see on, on, on the show how I'm obsessed with, like, almost time second by second because the seasons take place over like a week they're always like almost in real time because that's just how my brain works whereas someone like Sorkin could make this sweeping epic mine are just very like in the moments so I always used to be like holy shit what is the next episode and often I would go I know how to start this with Connolly and Jeremy because I always have a conflict with them and could get them battling that could give me something to start. Kick off. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was like my cheat. It really was. I like, like it. Yeah, I, I like, like it, it too. And, and it's funny, Ari usually calls and wakes up E and E thinks he outsmarted yeah. Ari and calls him and Ari's on the treadmill already back You could down. never get up earlier than me. <laughs> already knocked out 45 minutes of cardio. But it's great. It actually starts the storyline of the of, of the. Uh, show every yeah. time so it, it kicks off the story right and, come on in let's yeah. talk about the offers yeah and a big word listen it's it's gross it's not pc everybody loved the word that that i put into say this uh, i'm not gonna say dylan uh what was it it was like cunt muscle or something <laughs> exactly like that? I, yeah <laughs> exactly and we had perry repeated as well You're which right. was just like a you know the it, c word is is not easy to say but <laughs> that's dark but somehow <laughs> this was a different variation on it and people seem to like it at the time i don't know if it's uh, Oh, it, it was funny. And know. there's and there's the uh, the transcripts of or the script of this episode. There's yeah. a couple. There's a couple of doozies in there yeah. with Dom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Um, and so, him saying it made it okay. Uh, not yeah, okay. It wasn't yeah. one of us, right? So. Exactly. So it, it certainly was a little bit of a license to get away with some of the stuff. But yeah. it's funny because we're literally running out of the house. To try to get in the car. We're trying to before, ditch him. We're trying to, We're trying to, to ditch the house guy. House before Dom comes. Hurry up, get in the car. <laughs> and he shows up, throws Turtle out, gets it, says, Sorry, I'm late, boss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then he goes, What are we gonna go see your Jew agent? <laughs> yeah. And, Doug, well, hey, come Doug, on, man. Can we, let's let's talk about let's talk about that. Now, yeah. what do you I mean, listen, it's it's funny. I mean, you guys, you and Rob write it like Look, what? I I don't want to get too serious now because well, it's I'll, not. It's not serious. No, you know? no, I know, but just because because of what's going on in this country oh, right, right now, okay, the, yeah. the anti-Semitism is is on the rise, as well as the hatred towards 
pretty much Whatever. every group. Right. It's just mm-hmm. it's just bad out there. So Rob and I, we always I, I I myself wanted to add a lot of Judaism into the show, and I grew up with those guys. That would that guy was based on my neighbor who was Italian, and even though we were boys, they couldn't help themselves. That was just how that was how we <laughs> talked. And and there's so much in this episode when watching now of how. My boys, your boys, your boys, how we used to talk. But also, I I would say, though, it's not something that you look back on and go, oh, that shouldn't have been done or it should never be done in the the future. What's funny is funny and characters should be able to be what they're going to be. That being said, there's certain things between guys that will evolve. And I don't think necessarily these guys would talk like that today. Mm -hmm. So that's all. Yeah. All right, well, we go to Ari's office, and I, I always like I always like these scenes where we go in, and, and he makes an exception. Ari makes an exception because of uh, Aquaman, and he's going to tell us all the offers, and he lets everybody into the office. So it's E, Vince, Trauma Turtle, and Dom in a tank top, which is uh, <laughs> awkward. But I always like when, when uh, Ari would pitch movies with the director. Like, it was always like, flight. It's uh, this meets that, and this yeah. is going to, yeah. you know, throwing them in, throwing them in the garbage. Yeah. So... Yeah. Well, and I like, I like, you know, some of them, like uh, I was listening to it. Some of them sound just ridiculously written, like uh, uh, dead poet society in meets, space. You know, it's, <laughs> like it sounds like what? flight dead but, poet society uh, meets 2001. But that's so often how pitches go in Hollywood where oh, people ridiculous. try to sell them with other movies and that. And for the show, I would like to, you know, I always threw out either my favorite directors or friends of mine. So Darren Aronofsky, who I went to school with, who, you know, is most famous for being the second unit director of Fat Beach. Is yeah, we know that us. because you've told us that. <laughs> but anyway, Aronofsky's like a genius filmmaker. So I liked that I threw it in and I liked that he was watching the show because he called me after that and was was happy to have the mention. He but, was like, who's got the rights to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably will make it. I didn't make any of these movies. But, you know, it's such a wish fulfillment, aspirational scene, too, because because he just had the number one movie, and he's going into his agent. And while it could feel really obnoxious, oh, here's a $9 million offer. Let's toss it in the trash. It's what we all dream about. I've never had that meeting. Have any of you had that? I keep dreaming. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but that's what the show was. We wanted you to feel like, wow, Wow, and these guys. $9 million? Yeah, and there's there's a bunch of them. Of course, Dom's like, take it, take it. (laughs) Yeah, I love how Dom is like, take everything and try to negotiate and how he does it. It's funny as hell, so. So we got Phil Phil Rubenstein played by the the great, uh, late, great Bruno Kirby. What a, what a. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get more to him when we get to that scene. Well, because it's Philip Rubenstein, which is the guy. But stupid question, and we'll get there later. But Nikki Rubenstein is related to Philip Rubenstein, right? I believe so. I believe we'll get there. That's for yeah. We'll we'll get there, and that's uh, Adam Goldberg, who's amazing, is Nikki Rubenstein. But this scene still, we got the first time we see uh, Vince doing a little Tony Montana impression, which of course the three of us we love Scarface, right? You know, Oliver Stone wrote Scarface. Uh, mm-hmm. He didn't direct it, right? No, no, no De Palma directed it. Oh, right. So De Palma directed but Oliver Stone, who Kevin's worked with a couple of times. But, I mean, um, what did you think of Adrian's uh, Tony Montana? It was subtle. <laughs> it was subtle. He, he didn't he go. He threw it away. He threw, he it, away. threw it away. He didn't go too big on yeah, that one. Which he, is a good move. He played it safe. Good move. He played it safe. He didn't go full Montana. Thank yeah. God yeah, yeah, <laughs> he did not go full yeah. Montana. But it's just such a funny scene. And then Ari's Ari breaking out the mirror and the coke, and then Dom's jumping in like he's made coke, <laughs> powdered sugar. <laughs> so we go to Zenya. Dom uh, steals Drama's shirt. 
Yeah, which he's is wearing hilarious. the shirt that I was just about to try on. So I can beat you to it. <laughs> and also, too, it's funny because Dom is this, uh, you know, this character, this like unsavory character from back east. But you throw the suit on Dom, he looks good. Yeah. Dom looks good. He looked like uh, he fit right in, fit right in with the fellas. And by the way, I'm sure Dom was a lot more comfortable wearing a Zania outfit than naked in the kitchen with all of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No shit. But we again had another scene, which everyone talks about the the female nudity. So far in the last two episodes, all I've seen is Dom's ass. Dom's yeah. ass for you two know? episodes. So yeah. I mean, I can't unsee it now. It's another thing. Like looking back at that, I have no idea why we decided to yeah. keep that shot in. Which, <laughs> I mean, it's so aggressive it pretty, for the show. It's pretty shocking. <laughs> it is pretty shocking. And once again, he leaves the door wide open. He's got to go shut the door. <laughs> yeah, every morning I have to go. <laughs> every morning you got to close the door. You know, we're going out to Santa Barbara to go to uh, Philip Rubenstein's house for a party to kind of grease him up about Medellin. And we fly out there in the helicopter. We didn't shoot. We didn't. We didn't fly in the helicopter, right? No, that was, that was like a, on a soundstage. Yeah, it was on a right? soundstage. Yeah, yeah. Right. but that we was like shot second unit. But we really yeah. shot that helicopter. I think. I don't think that was stock footage. I think we actually got that shot. But what I want to talk about because we've mentioned it on this podcast several times before, and Dylan looks like he's starting to sweat just hearing about it. This episode <laughs> is the infamous St. Patrick's Day Massacre. Yes, it was. Yes, By it was. that we mean the two Irishmen on the show. Well, actually, not the, there's more probably. But anyway, Connolly and Dylan decided to have some fun A on St. Patrick's babbies. Day. So in between our, our, scene, our call got pushed is what <laughs> yes. happened. So our let's start that pushed. day at the beginning. So you're, you're supposed to shoot because it was a night shoot. Right. Kevin Connolly's an early St. Patty's Day kind of guy. And I've seven a.m. early. I've never done it this early, but we met at Irish times. What time did we meet it there? It was early. It was early. I feel like I showed up there at nine a.m. You so, might have been there at something seven. like that. The idea was we were going to have a couple, a couple ceremonial Guinnesses right before work. Before work, which sounds weird, but that was the plan. And then they um, pushed our and call. Then our time. call. The 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 real kiss of death was when the call came in and they said you guys have been pushed for two hours. Yeah, and we're already in the bar. By yeah. the way, though, the ceremonial thing, Kevin Colley, I know. Now, your St. Patrick's Day tradition. It starts at 7 a.m. Did it start at 7 a.m. on this day? I think it was a little bit later that like day. But it was, you know, yeah. like we were I was there like, like, I'm nine. not getting up that early. Yeah, it was bro. like 9 o'clock or whatever it was. We were at Irish times. We were, you know, we were having a couple ceremonial. Listen, it's what, it's what Irish people yeah. do. You got to have a Guinness. Two hours has that, to pass. You're sitting in a bar. That's, that's trouble. That was the worst thing that could happen. So what yeah. happens then? Because we were fine. Well, we Yeah, had, we were fine. <laughs> but does Dylan and Conley go, all right, cheers. We're like, two hours. <laughs> Let the fucking games begin. Get your Irish up. <laughs> Dylan has this weird ca- catchphrase that he says, "Get your get your Irish up," and he was screaming it. We we had a great fun. time. Yeah. See, I don't and even know. If- and we had to play drunk that day. Right. I did. We were, right. I don't know if your character was supposed yeah, to be. I mean, it was a. Party. I was supposed to be hammered, it so was, I was, was like, "Okay, it was." I've not never even done it. I've never actually got hammered and played hammered. I'm not like even Peter dis- O'Toole and Richard Burton. But. I'm not even going to dispute if that's what happened or not. I like that you're taking a professional. And I don't even know if this happened, but I have this like... No, we had that conversation for yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I have this Martin Scorsese shot vision of myself like with a big fucking dolly pushing in on me as I see the two of you walking in. I don't even know if this happened. Where I'm looking at two drunken fools walking in I'm like, oh my god. I don't know if that happened because I'm trying to remember when I knew. I'll, I'll tell you when you knew. <laughs> Because obviously we go into hair and makeup, right? And, and when we pulled up, we had to get a ride. I mean, it was a nightmare. We had to leave our cars. We got a ride. That, that's another story. Yeah. That's a whole separate podcast. <laughs> but Dylan and I show up. And as we're walking into the makeup trailer, I just looked at Dylan. I was like, listen, bro. 
we just got to go right. We just got to go right at it. We're not going to, we're not pulling the wool over anybody's eyes here. <laughs> so let's just fucking go, right? Like, party through. We're it. not going to go in there and act like we're, we're going to so, have to play through. Yeah. We're playing through. So we walk into the makeup trailer and everybody's like, oh <laughs> my God. So from there, you know how it is. Everybody's on walkie. So you guys catch wind of it. You know, we're on set. And, By know, the way, everyone else started joining us, too. Adrian, way, that's Anacolta. what I'm saying. Everybody. Everyone, everyone else was cracking uh, Irish drinking. crickets. And also, too, it was, do you remember, Dylan? It was really cold. It was freezing. It was freezing cold. We were literally under heat lamps between yeah. takes, and we'd have these, like, warmer jackets on. The booze warmed us up a yeah, little bit, like, I think. Maybe we should make the jump to whiskey. Really <laughs> get a little blood cranking through yeah, the veins. Just what so, we need. So, um, yeah, every, now, here's the thing. Everybody knows Everybody knows. Now, by the time we get to set, everybody knows that Dylan and I are, are in one, right? <laughs> but also, too, now quietly, everybody else is jumping on board. Yeah. They won't say that, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. But oh, Dylan, were. And, Dylan and I will take the fall. But let's just say that there were many, yeah. many, many, many people many, yeah, many. outside <laughs> of the <laughs> There was a lot of well. people celebrating St. Patty's there Day. There was a lot. Of, let's, <laughs> let's say, I'm going to say. You want to work us on our holiest day? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna take you the I'm gonna take it. the over on ten crew members that joined Dylan yes, and I. I'm going on the over. Yeah, with over some, on uh, with we some need to do an investigation yeah. about who this was. But um, so we go out there and and I'm gonna say the whole grip department. Yeah, but everybody was. But we're, we're having, the whole props department. We're having a great time. The hair and makeup department. Dylan is. Whenever he feels like some bit of angst, he'll turn around and like fucking punch me in the arm. He's like doing that thing, right? Like, <laughs> Connolly, get out of here, you drunken animal. And like punch me in the arm. I'm like, so it's going on like this. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm just trying to take it. I'm like, I'm just gonna, I got to take it. So now we're doing the scene. And this was, because also too, by the way, watch that and tell me that we look even 1% drunk at all, except for the one scene no, no, but where you're supposed, supposed to, be, to drunk. be drunk. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I just but watched it. it. I, I just watched it and when the, the walk and talk, which was a tough, tough one. Tough I was scene. like, yeah, guys look we good. weren't as bad at that. Stage. Well, we had sobered up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like giving us coffee. They were like, people were like, Hey, you want a coffee? I'm like, yeah, the walk no. and talk was okay. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the bar scene. When I think the Dylan bar got scene. a drip. You well, gotta- we, we get, we post up to the bar. And uh, Dylan is drinking, sn- smelling the wine. He's like, oh, hint of terra, terra firma, <laughs> whatever it is. So we're rehearsing. We're like lining up the shot. And uh, Dylan knocks, fucking <laughs> turns on, just catches an elbow on the glass of wine. And boom, glass of wine hits the ground. <laughs> wine, fake wine goes all over the place. Um, or was it? Were we? it, it was probably real. It was probably, <laughs> it was real, probably real. Who are we kidding? <laughs> Dylan knocks over a glass of wine. Everybody looks, and Dylan looks. He goes, "Fucking Connolly," and <laughs> everybody looked, looked at, at me. I, 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 he literally fucking put a bullet in my head. I'm like looking at everybody. I'm like, I didn't. I Did you laugh? I was like, I didn't fucking do it. But everybody's looking at me. There was no, there was no getting around it. I'm like, whatever, dude. That was me. Fine, sure. Sorry, but, um, bro. That was the only time where I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, I'm fucking pulling for Dylan because I know. If we can get through this shot, then it's like lunch. I knew we had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I'm like looking. I'm like, come on, baby, Dylan. I'm like, fucking Dylan. Let's go, baby. <laughs> this is Let's terra go. firma. You're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, who directed it. that one? Craig, Craig Zisk. Zisk. Craig Zisk. Oh, yeah. I'm like, come on, baby. You got it, dude. You got it. I was I'm fucking pulling for Dylan because there's a lot of eyes on us. We Dylan and I created a bit of a, <laughs> a, a bit of a scene, so yeah. people are now like looking at us. The word was spread to see if we can work, uh, if we can back it up. So. Dylan knocks the scene out of the park, but you know at the time you're just standing there. I don't know. To me, I know he's I know he's hammered. So, but uh, to watch it, you know, yeah, it looked like he had a little wine buzz. And you were hammered too, but you actually 
acted sober, which is pretty impressive. Right. It's well the, to your point. It, it usually is that way. You're like sober, trying to yeah. act drunk, as opposed to drunk. Oh, is it yeah. usually that way? Yeah. No, I'm saying like when I did, I did the, I did a scene in the Notebook, and like Nick Cassavetes made me drink because I was supposed to be drunk, mm. and I was like, uh, I don't know, man. What if I freeze up in front of Sam Shep? I don't know. I just didn't want to yeah. do it, yeah. but. When you watch the scene, to me, I feel like it's me really drunk, trying yeah. to not look so drunk. Well, that was the first know. time I ever did it. The you first know, time people, I ever drank and acted drunk. I got a couple of DMs about you in the movie, which I think is, I don't care what anyone thought of the movie, is one of the greatest performances. When you're on Molly and something else or whatever, like people want to know if you were on anything there, because you of were great. Course, of course I was. I, I, you were on I, pain medication, I, I right? I was fucking, fucking, my leg was broken in three fucking places. I was, I was very... I, I literally, what I did was I, I went and I tracked somebody down. I said, look, somebody in here has got something that can, because they're not going to give you anything. Yeah. I was able to track yeah. down a, like a, yeah. a fucking Vicodin or a Percocet and I fucking ate it. And I like had a beer. That's what I was doing. Hey. But I was high. Well, so, I do, would you, tell do you remember you, 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 had, a, do you had a walk in that scene? Uh, with a broken It's on the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the movie. I, yeah, in Dylan the movie. grabbed me by I my I actually belt. lifted you up. Dylan, Dylan Doug goes, cut. I'm like, what? You're like, you look like you're limping. I'm like, yeah, my <laughs> leg is broken. I am definitely in limping. In three places. But I, I had to make it like five feet, and I just couldn't get there. And Dylan, with his fucking left hand, because it was like a shot up here, grabs me by my belt buckle and Made carries, it look natural, like I'm giving you carries a hug. Carries me to you my know? mark. And when you watch it, it you can, we, we pulled it off, too. Yeah. So but Dylan also watch each other out of some trouble. But watch Connolly's face in the movie because and, and and maybe you should do a little Percocet before you do a high scene again because you're uh, unbelievable. Little, it was, is so funny. I was just <laughs> I was just in pain and I was like I was buzzed and we did the Molly thing and that was before lunch and that was the day where they said uh all right well we're gonna come back we're gonna do the wide shot I said I'm not coming back <laughs> that's I'm going, it I'm going to the hospital when you break for lunch I'm going to the hospital um but that was, right. that's the movie we'll so back so that. back to the scene so so we, we pulled the bit we pull off. I, I know we were on cruise control after we got that because then we had lunch and it was, it was getting later at night and Dylan and I were kind of sobering up. So for the rest of the night, it was really that the walk and talk. Yeah. It was the and walk the bar and talk scene. and the bar scene. But what I want to know, and we should have probably gotten Dom on this episode to talk about it because Connolly was saying as we were watching it, Dom has like a two-page speech, which Monologue. is very, Killed very rare. Very, but it's very rare on a television show that someone gets that kind of thing. And when you're a guest star, so Dom came in and all of a sudden he's got a two-page scene with Bruno, Bruno Kirby, Kirby, who's one of the best actors I've ever worked with right. and one of the greatest guys who, uh, yeah. who passed away soon after um, we did the show together, which is terrible. But so, but Dom, I mean, do you remember that? Because you got guys are obviously a little buzzed. Poor Dom's got to do two pages. It's fucking freezing Well, we don't have out. any dialogue, right? Yeah, we're well, we're we just, we're just reacting, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. But it, it's cold, and, and Dom, it was two pages, right? He struggled a little bit, didn't he? I mean, I, I think the whole thing was a little, uh, the, the whole cold and, and everything. He, he may have struggled. Well, are yeah. you saying that Dylan and I's uh, extracurricular activities put a little pressure on <laughs> Dom's monologue? I don't know. I mean, so Interesting. Were, you guys, were you guys drinking during that scene? No. No. Wow. Got real no, quiet. No, 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 because no, I'm thinking. No, that no, was early was, in the night. What happened was we we were pretty good at that. Stage. We we showed up and we had we we had a we yeah, ran we out. We basically <laughs> ran out of booze. <laughs> By the way, did you hear the silence when I asked if they were still drinking? And then 90 seconds later, yeah, we were still drinking. No, we we drained the booze. It, it really, really, really tailed off. And we, 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 we sent someone on a run to but, get yeah, some yeah, more. We were like, listen, because the truth is, it's funny. You sent someone on a run because I listen. I was the e of my own friend 
Allen group and the E of Entourage. And I remember that night I said to, I think, Buddy Props, if he was there. That yes, early. it was Buddy Props. I said, Buddy, hide every fucking ounce of alcohol that's on this <laughs> set. Buddy comes over with, and, and gives Dylan and I fake beers. We're like, what is this? <laughs> He's like, uh, no it's, it's your prop. I'm like, no, this isn't a prop. So, Dylan, does this look like a prop to you? Dylan's like, it doesn't look like a prop to me. <laughs> Maybe you should go back to the truck and get us some real props. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. He's like, you guys are going to get me fired. We're like, no, you're not. We're not going to get you fired. We'll we take promise. the heat for it. Go get us some real beers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, at that point, like I said, it was the walk and talk. And us at the bar. But outside of that, between the weather and Dylan and I were fine. It just well, was that one scene. <laughs> it came off great. And Dom came off great. And then we, we go out of the house and we're leaving. And Dom's a hero now. His right. story has... By the way, it was a good story. Yeah, his yeah. story, which, you know, look, I'll be honest with you. I spent a lot of time, I guess I, I can feel it now, years later. Goodwill Hunting was a big influence on me. And, and you know, there's a, there's a slightly similar story that he tells, which I've always loved when Ben Affleck tells that story about his right. uncle getting drunk and taking a police cruiser home and stuff. And I definitely needed something like that but it was combined with a real story of a friend of mine who who in New Orleans thought he drove to the bar and we spent hours looking for his car after and then he reported it stolen and it wasn't stolen so it was a little bit of a combination <laughs> but the story worked and now the guys are there and Dom for the moment is the hero and then we'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll see the turn in the episode Welcome back. Season three, episode four. Guys and doll. Nice, Connolly. I love how we work together. So anyway, we come back. Dom was a hero the night before. We come back. He's, as we discussed, he's having sex again in the house with doors open and just Ugh. we have to see Dom's ass. Right. <laughs> we can do without. We can't unsee that. Is Poor Dom showing? I mean, Dom has a, a nice podcast on Action Park Media. Does he show his ass in the social you know, clips at all? Fully, he's fully clothed. <laughs> Good. He's fully and he's clothed. great, by the way. You should check that out. Dylan should be a guest on that. But I'm going to be on oh, very soon. I will, for sure. Right, good. So um, so now we wake up, and the phone rings, and it's Ari in easy ear. It's Doug Ellen's cheap writing with a phone call again, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> Phil Rubenstein, who produced Shrek, is missing the original one and only one of one Shrek doll missing. Which is at my house, by the way. I don't know if it was a one of one. I don't know. It might be worth $8. I think it was supposed to be. Yeah. No, no. It, 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 that's the story. The story it's line. supposed to be the Shrek yeah, doll. But I just love it that he's like, he, he, Ari says he can't get out of bed. He's so devastated. Right. Phil Rubenstein <laughs> cannot get out of bed. He's so sad. And all of this, this whole storyline is based on a real story that happened to me. It's not a doll. It's not a thing. But it was a stealing from a friend of mine from the past. The tell with the sound that Connolly loves, which I want to get to that scene. <laughs> Give it to us, Cav. Do it. Do it. Well, no. I, to me, <laughs> something like that. You know, listen. When you when you're working with an actor, a guy like Dom, right? You just know that he. And it's the same thing with Dylan. Look, let's say all the guys, right? You know that the guys are going to do their homework on these kinds of things. But when you're looking at that scene, I I have the thought of like, oh, I'm curious what Dom's what, what his tell is. Yeah, be. I, I just didn't really. He had two tells. There was the fake tell, but that and one, that funny tell. one, is in the script as he puts his finger in his ear and then like. <laughs> Really? Is that scripted? Oh, 100%. It's exactly like a friend of mine used to do. Exactly. The That's point fun. is that whatever conversations you and Dom had, Doug, I was not there. <laughs> right. So we're shooting at Jack and Jill on Beverly, the little cafe. I don't know if it's still there. It's not. It was it's great. Great Good breakfast. spot. And we're sitting in there. And, you know, we come in. And like like I said, you just know that Dom is going to do do Dom. Like, you don't, yeah. you don't worry. Like, oh, hey, why don't you, you want to run that tell? Like, you know Dom's got it down. Yeah. So the first time that he does it, bro, I mean, I was I was inconsolable. <laughs> you couldn't keep it together. I, I was laughing you? so fucking hard. I had to get up and walk away and be like, all right, 
I should have fucking asked. We should have rehearsed that one because now I'm like trying to keep it together. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. But now while we're doing it, I'm thinking about that I have to 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 redo it. So now I was like a little scared. I'm thinking, oh, fuck, I got to now while the scene is going, I'm trying to do. Oh, you were nervous how you were going to do it. I just hadn't seen him do it. And then I had to redo it. it You were hoping he would do something a little more subtle. A little more subtle. It's a little tough for me to hit that. You know, I um, actually. Can I be very serious? I think it's one of the funniest moments you've ever had. On I mean, we all laughed out loud. We all laughed out loud because it's you know, and, and and we get into the thing about the tell. But do you, do you, blow, you buy tells? Is no, it true? I don't do buy it at all. I don't buy it. That that there's that people have a tell, like yeah. a blatant I, I tell. If certain you're lying. people can give, uh, yeah, like Don Johnson probably can spot a tell. <laughs> The right. real Don, real Don sure, Johnson probably can spot could. a tell. Yeah. Chuck will know. I just never got that deep into it to know if that's a real thing. Maybe it's a body language thing, but apparently, yeah. But uh, Dom's tell was was amazing. And then we're outside on the sidewalk, and Vince and I are out there. We're just <laughs> we're, we're doing it again. It just and you did it like three times the, on the yeah, sidewalk. I, well, at that point, by the time I got out to shoot the wide shot, I was like, I was comfortable. I, I was comfortable. I was like, I'm going to do this. Is going to be my tell. I'm going to do it every episode. <laughs> that was great. Should have been ease thing for the rest of the show. We should have had you do it. But it, it, but it's funny. We do. We sit down to basically confront Dom and he's nervous. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable here. You guys, uh, you think that Vince or is it Yui? And I'm like, no, we were, we just doing Robbie ask. Burger again. We just got to ask Dom. <laughs> we just got to ask. I so, mean, I, you know, it's, I'm watching. He looks like his feelings are hurt. He does. By the way, I'm watching the scene and he's a great actor. And I don't know if you guys had any like this was based on some real shit from a friend of mine who really lied to me. And even watching Dom do it, you're like believing him. You feel bad for him. Like they're falsely accusing him and stuff. I mean, do you have any friends like this who are just fucking sociopathic liars? I mean, it's terrible. It's It's just been a long it's just been a long time. It's been a long time. Oh, yeah. And then we're at the house, too. And while we're while E and Vince are are uh, questioning Dom, Drama and Turtle are tearing apart the house <laughs> looking looking for the doll. Yeah. And what happens? And, you guys- well, Turtle uh, forgets. Was it red shirt? Well, he goes through the shirts. He right. Goes, he missed- red shirt on top of black or black on top of red. <laughs> I'm like, just throw them both out. He'll right. never notice the miss. He's never going to know. I mean, that, he's that, like, what happened? Forty percent of my wardrobe is missing. I only got five shirts. Forty percent of my wardrobe. Is it's such missing. a genius drama moment, though, to be like, yeah, throw the shirts out. Don't try to fix it nicely. Like, throw them out. And then also, too, I know we were laughing or whatever, but when Vince and uh, E and, and Dom pull back in and. Drama is in a is in a wife beater, like covered <laughs> under in dirt, the house. Under the house. What were you looking for, the doll? Well, I was looking for the doll, <laughs> so I'm covered in dirt. I'm like, I was just checking the plumbing. <laughs> I was just checking the. By plumbing. the way, Dylan, you look great now. I was going to say you Dylan, were jacked. Dylan was jacked. Oh uh, yeah, I was in good shape. Creatine? What were you doing over there? Uh, I think I was just hitting the weights. Just hitting the but, weights. Yeah, muscle, it's called muscle I might memory. Have been hitting Doug. the creatine back then. Uh, <laughs> it's called muscle memory, thing. Doug. Something you would know absolutely. You know what, Kylie? Though what we've seen now twice. First, it was we. You guys still drinking that scene? Silence a minute later. Yeah, I think we were drinking. And then I was like, nah, creatine. No, maybe I was hitting the creatine. (laughs) But anyway, you look great. You honestly... Not that you're not equally as handsome as Matt, but you kind of remind, really remind me of Matt there from like, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to think what he's in. A, the Outsiders, I'm sure he's in a wife beater. Yeah, Flamingo yeah. kid, no, Dylan, I'm sure. You, do. He, yeah. you, look, you, look, you look good, bro. Yeah. You look jacked. But he yeah. knew that. He, Dylan, 
Dylan going into the seasons. Dylan always showed up on day one. Yeah, by yeah, the way, could it, tell would, that it he, would disappear by the uh, end of the season because I wasn't hit. You can't hit the gym. You don't have time. The gym. Not, but by not the way, those, not season three, not with those hours. Dylan yeah. probably demanded a wife beater for that scene. He was like, <laughs> no, no. you're not putting me in long sleeves in this scene. You know, no, they Dylan, were always putting me in stuff that was so tight. I was like, give me something. Uh, this is too tight. <laughs> you know, we should have negotiated a workout trailer. We should have. Triple banger. We did it. We did one workout. <laughs> The whole time together, me and Kev, remember that? Oh, did we? Really? We were doing that all. Oh man, that workout really got oh, me yeah. feeling. Oh yeah, Dylan and I showed up. We were just both of us were just probably creatine, and uh, <laughs> and we were doing this thing where everything we touched, we broke. We were like grabbing chips, and they were breaking. And everybody was like, oh, that was boy. the medine. <laughs> it is something interesting though that that is interesting to talk about. I mean, when we're on a set five days a week for four and a half, five months, you guys, whether you're working at all times, you're there waiting to be called on to set. How, when do you? I know Colin's like a sicko. You'd go home at eleven o'clock at night and go work out. It's I mean, tough though. It's like Dylan said. You basically got to hit it as hard as you can leading up to it. Yeah, and then and then it's just basically a straight shot downhill. Yeah. And in, in I mean, you might get one workout a week at that stage, right? But. In particular, season three, which was twenty episodes yeah. and fourteen hour days. There were just there was, season seven and eight was easy. Yeah, we were lots of weights, lots of weights. Lots of weights. Um, but we come back, and and this is so funny to me when Ari walks in with the uh, Ari walks in with the security footage. It's funny because it's a VHS, yeah, yeah. it's a VHS tape. <laughs> but you know, you think about it. And this is a question, I guess, for you, Doug. So Ari comes in with the tape. He waves it at Dom. He says, Dom, you think the guy's got an $82 million house and doesn't have security cameras? Dom's like, play the fucking tape, Ari. And I'm going to bash your head in. If, it's, <laughs> if I'll blow you on Rodeo Drive or I'll bash your fucking head in if it's not me. What, Ari how, says, sounds like, like I lose both ways. <laughs> <or> lose, lose. <laughs> so I guess my question is, how does Dom know? Because at that point, he I'm thinking, he's just, how does Dom know what? That, that, he's that, that, he's not on, that he's not on video. Well, right? look, they were trying. Because I'm thinking to myself, like, fuck, man, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know that they I, I would have buckled. To, they were trying to play the bluff. And, yeah. and you could see that Dom's a little nervous that it might be true. But Ari goes <laughs> through with it. And I would but think. But that's where he does the second tell, the next scratch. Yeah. <laughs> nah, the nah, proper the real tell. tell. He's bluffing. He's bluffing. He does this <laughs> under the next scratch. It's a little subtle little scratch. Yeah, nah, nah, Vin. He's bluffing. Yeah. He does that under the next scratch. And what do you think about that? Story-wise, character-wise, does Vince really notice a tell that E doesn't know? They've grown up with this guy their whole lives. Is Vince the one who's going to be that observant or E? What do you I, think? Well, yeah, I think he could have. Uh, yeah, he I picked mean, we up. We play a lot of poker together, all of us. He picked up on it. He I can't up picture on Vince that. in that poker game. Can you? I don't know. I don't see Vince playing poker. I could see him playing loose. I could see him playing kind of loose, you know, like getting bored with hands. Also, too, the funny thing to me and, and back home, there's production meetings and everything is prepped when you do an episode. Doug, do you remember what the conversations are like? How are you going to fucking strap a Shrek doll under his, wrap it around his leg and pull jeans over it? There were Special yeah, jeans? Yeah. There I were a, a lot of conversations about it, like how big it was going to be before we saw it and when we got it. Because he it... pops his leg up on the thing and he pulls, <laughs> pulls it out it from under his, his pants. pants. It's a little ridiculous that it's on him because, yeah. you know, the chances are for it. you'd Safe probably for see it, his yeah. legs, but these guys have been looking all day for it. And then when he says <laughs> it's just horrible. I mean, I'm actually surprised we were even allowed to do that. When you think about legal comes in and tells us sometimes what we can say, the fact that 
that we were able to say the Shrek doll from actual yeah. Shrek was inside an unsavory woman, woman the night before. <laughs> it's kind of shocking that no one came want to wash that doll. Turtles, <laughs> turtles holding him up by his ears, like dangling yeah. him up. Nobody wants to touch it. Uh, and I'm still, uh, you know, it, right? How did right? Right? That could have been a disaster. Yeah, Not a disaster. Yeah. Wouldn't have gotten. You know, that's the other thing too. You got to, you know, HBO legal goes through the scripts. And they always look at it. And How say, did hey, they get the rights to say Shrek? I don't even. I'm surprised they didn't say, guys, make up a fake movie. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I mean, it's one of the it's a billion dollar franchise. And yeah. we took the doll. I'm proud of and it. Also, that we got it through. And though. also, yeah. too, we never you never see a close up of the doll. No. You notice that? Yeah, I don't yeah. know why not, because it's a great doll. It's a it, real it was Shrek, a Shrek doll. doll. Yeah, it's it a Shrek doll. It was a Shrek doll, but there's no close-up of the doll. We just know what it is, yeah. right? Everybody just knows what it is. He I still out. love that Bruno Kirby calls up. He's in bed. This guy can't get out of bed yeah. in his mansion because he's so upset about losing this doll, and he's going to get it back after Dom yeah. did some unsavory things with it. So, But I love that whole scene because it shows the friendships and how well these guys know each other. And even Dom, who's a sociopathic liar, is willing to confess, you know, to Vince. He really has no respect for the rest of the crew, you know, like, and I don't know. Do you think it was like that in high school? Like, he just really is like, I don't care what you guys think. But Vince, uh, how'd you know, man? I'm sorry. You know, like Uh, almost cost him a $10 million movie. Yeah. How? It's a great question. How does Dom feel about the rest of the guys? Probably indifferent. Yeah, I think he's just like he should be running. I think he believes he should be E. I really do. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like as everyone else does also, by the way, the whole series, people think they should be doing your job. But Dom gets the boot. And it, again, we were, I was kind of I was kind of making notes. And also, too, it's a bit of an insider joke. But we're like, oh, Dom, he sent him away. And drama says, oh, relax. He's at the Oakwoods. Uh, yeah. So the for, Oakwood Apartments, where so oh, New York stays. Every actor I knew lived <laughs> out there when I got here. So the Oakwoods are. It's a giant complex of uh, furnished apartments, silverware, knives, forks. You basically come with a suitcase and you can stay. It's month to month. But, you know, every every young actor has done. Did you uh, live there? Of course, everybody. Or, or, I was there for a month or whatever. Too. Every actor has done their their stint. And Oakwood is still Oaklands. there. And it's still there, there. There's a, bu- a couple of. There's a few of them. Yeah. There's, no, the, I mean the everyone main one I knew is right was by, there. Right by Warner Brothers, but yeah. it's a little bit of an inside joke. But it was funny. But what what Vince give, Vince gets him a spot at the Oakwood. Yep. Right, and gives them what? what did, was there a number? What did they give them? I don't remember I don't if there remember. was a number, but it's just funny that we kind of just, okay, that's it. We don't Dom. see him again for a while, but you do bring him back, Doug. You were like, I'm going to redeem because everyone. Well, that's what happened. You know, he everyone came, was down he, on he his came, character. He came so. back in season six for an episode called Redemption. Yes. Because Doug felt bad because I think Dom were, people were treating Dom that way on <laughs> they, the street, right? Yeah. They were He's the, really, he really is named Dom. His name is Dom. You and, probably should have changed the name for him. <laughs> I, you know what? That's one of the biggest misjudgments of my career, and I think it's because Dominic Lombardozzi is such a good actor. It's a cool name, too. Yeah. I thought yeah. people were going to fucking love him. I thought people were going to be like, we want him to be a regular and this and that. Right. That's a street guy. That's a street <laughs> yeah, yeah. guy. But right? he was just fucking, because he, he abused the guys that people were really yeah. upset. They were very protective of the yeah, core yeah. crew. Don't so, take my Lake Crusette, bro. You don't do that. <laughs> By the way, I was DM'd yesterday. Somebody needs to find this out. Apparently, we're saying Le Crusette wrong. I think it's supposed to be Le Crusade or oh, something like that. Oh, but yeah, listen. yeah. Le Crusade. We yeah. just figured out how the to say is silent. We just figured out how to say Medellin. After <laughs> Here in America, they like call the it Le Crusade. Crusade. is going to have to wait. Le Crusade Connolly. That's a good name also yeah. for the baby Connolly. <laughs> French, you know? French Maybe we'll baby. get some free... Uh, 
uh, what do they call it? Cookware. Yeah. <laughs> I know Dylan about that. and pans. So anyway, Dom confesses. It's all good. The guys come up with this uh, stupid plan to just fucking hurl the trick all over the guy's fence. Right. Also, it's t- really t- stupid. The trick, though. Talk it about works. security footage. We pull up right in front of the gate, not down the block, not at <laughs> night. Middle of the doll. Middle of the day. It looked like it was wrapped in bubble wrap. Wrapped in bubble wrap and launch it over the fence. <laughs> Can I tell you, I actually remember when we were sitting around trying to figure out this script. And, they, you know... It, they're little small turns. I think they work for the most part. I remember we were like, okay, we're here now. How do we wrap this up? And we couldn't come up with it. And I think we all just thought it was so stupid and funny of them flinging the thing over the thing <laughs> yeah. that we just went with it. Yeah. And whether it bothered people dollar, or not, I have no idea. Million dollar doll gets thrown. <laughs> the thought being like, listen, they know they know it was us. Take it a step further. Yeah. They know it was Dom. They were very clear about the fact that the guy's really upset. What yeah. he really wants is the doll just back. Just the doll back. Just but can you imagine back. Bruno Kirby coming out, Phil Rubenstein, and seeing it like in a hedge somewhere. Yeah, probably an assistant. Well, it's in the middle of the driveway, so it's probably you know some an assistant or somebody. But I mean, um, they could have wrapped it a little more carefully. Right. You know? yeah. Or the question is, did did the Shrek doll get a bath? Before return, <laughs> was there was there a brief cleaning before? My guess is E probably sterilized. Right, that E thing. was yeah. there with a Q-tip. Like, <laughs> can't bring it back to Rubenstein like this. Got to make sure it's clean. <laughs> so anyway, but I loved it. And then they go to the office, and it feels a little to me, and I do. I really like this episode, but it feels a little bit at the end that we're starting to get into that rhythm where we got to make that turn at the end of the show where something bad happens. So in this case, um, Medellin and Aquaman two are going to start at the same time, and it's like wah wah oh. God, Vince, your life sucks. You're even get ten million dollars from Medellin or make Aquaman terrible yeah. fucking luck, bro. Yeah. Terrible fucking yeah. luck. Wish my meanwhile, day was that good. Meanwhile, yeah. you can just go look. We're gonna fucking punt Medellin yeah. six months, and we're gonna do both of these movies. Yeah. That's what Ari. That's what Ari yeah. Emanuel would have done. Ari Emanuel figures both of those out. If he's yeah. got Leo, it's like uh, yeah. you do yeah. what you want, and you get it done. They're gonna wait. They're gonna wait for you, buddy. But we need a conflict in story, and that'll lead us up to the next episode. But this was fun. I'm glad we got to look at mm-hmm. it back, and also. Also, too, it's funny because we do it a couple times and it's actually coming up. So three and four dominated and guys and doll were kind of like one long episode. Yeah. Yeah. In a sense, because it was all about Dom and then Dom is just gone. Yeah. And do you know what happened? Do you know why that is? A lot of times I would start writing things and go, Jesus, this is going to be like 75 pages. And that was one of those where the first episode was going too long. So I said, let's turn it into two episodes, which used to be like a big relief. Oh, now I get two episodes out of it. But, you know, you can feel it. And again, I really do like this episode, but it's a little thin. Some of our episodes have a lot more going I, on. I, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't think it. I mean, look, it was, Dom's, it, it was Dom's, uh, Dom's curtain yeah, call. He was great. Yeah. It was Dom's curtain call. He carried it. And as a, as a combined with two of those episodes together, I mean, that's but what just, a real. Did his character end up back in jail again, too? Yeah. Before well, he, he came back. when, it, when Right. He, he comes back later him, on. We'll talk about it. Married. He's married. He's got a kid on the way. We go to see him at his house with his wife and kids. Now we'll, we'll, we'll get there. But I know yeah. Dylan doesn't. I know Dylan doesn't love an episode like this, and I get it because you don't have a real story. It's like okay, well, you I'm a selfish. But I get it. Was, you no, want, it was cool. You I want like a chance the, to do your shit. If you're yeah. not going to be able to work out or drink, you want to be able to do your yeah. stuff. Yeah, you I, mean, we, able... I think we all took back seats in that yeah. in that episode. It was Dom's episode, but I, I, listen, I, I I I think it was fantastic. It was cool. I loved it. And check out Dominic Lamardozzi's podcast. Dominic's Den on Action Park Media. God bless America. What else can I say? That's it. Enjoy yeah. your weekend. Yep. See you. Later. Victory! Put your lighters up. No matter where you're from, put your lighters up.